check him out oh. on Facebook. At Facebook.com. Deal with it. After this, uh, CD up. Welcome! Holy crap! Welcome! Welcome to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. Yes! Here we are with our first show. You might be listening online. You might uh, have a spirit unlike a corporeal form that the rest of us are are sporting over here. Uh, but you're listening and you're here and we're going to have some amazing comedians. 25 shows over the next five days are going to delight you and uh, with comedy from comedians all over the globe. We even have a comedian all the way from Italy in this festival. So I'm very incredibly excited uh, for all the amazing shows we have today. Yes. All right. This is the first show. It's too much energy. I unfortunately don't have as much energy as I usually do because I've been awake all day. But uh, and maybe there's just uh, not enough not enough drugs yet. But uh, hey, let's start it out, everybody. Clap your hands wildly for your hosts, your host of the first show, one of the funniest and most bizarre people I know. He has, he has more energy in his baby toe than many babies I know. And uh, he's a hilarious guy, and I'm glad that he's opening up the festival. Hey, you guys, put your hands together. It's Frankie Lee! Yeah! You land, where you land, how you land, I don't give a fuck, wherever the fuck you at, y'all best be listening too. It is good to be here. I am your host. My name is Frankie Lee. And I want to know one thing and one thing only. Are y'all ready to have some goddamn show? That ain't good enough, goddammit. Y'all got to make some noise in this motherfucker like you just got GA certified five minutes ago. Are y'all ready to have some show? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I got to keep it. See, I, I got to keep it's, it's It's good to be amongst my white family, my white brothers and sisters, but I got to keep my eye on y'all. I got to keep my motherfucking eye on y'all because y'all get y'all do some weird shit when y'all start drinking and y'all get in a group with each other. Y'all do some weird shit that black motherfuckers don't do. I got to keep my eye on y'all. Y'all like to y'all like to y'all like to get drunk and and all sing in unison fucking goddamn songs about depression and shit. You see, fuck around and one of y'all fuck around and walk off, get a, a switch flipping your goddamn head and you fuck around and walk off, walk down the street with nothing on but fucking just tube socks and new balances. Go back and get a fucking gun and come back and shoot everybody up in this motherfucking. I got to keep my eye on y'all, goddamn. So this is going to be a fantastic show. This is going to be a mighty fantastic show. All week. 
And for those people in television land that are thinking about coming here and have missed this particular show on purpose, you got a problem because uh, over the past 10 days, I have not been writing jokes. I have not been studying comedy. I have perfected the art of cloning myself so I can follow a multitude of white people around all at once. And quote the famous phrase, it wasn't me. Now, what's going on with me? What's going on with me? What what a absolute lovely collection of people. Absolute lovely collection of fucking people. Absolutely beautiful you are. Every last one of you. But some of us, some of us are fucked up and hidden among us. That's right. Hidden, I tell you. In office buildings, churches, even schools. Hidden before your very eyes. I'm talking to you, pedophile. I know you out there. I know you can hear the sound of my voice. Look, honey. Me and your mother wanted to wait until you were old enough before we had this, this conversation. You know, I, I am so, I'm so sorry for what my, your uncle, my, your, my brother, your uncle did to you when you, were, when you were young. But now that you's older, you wanna show me on me but old nasty Uncle Man touched her. Come on, show me! Some people say, If you eat the wrong thing before you go to bed, you have nightmares. Last night, before I went to bed, I made myself some stuffed red and green blue peppers stuffed with chitlins and neck bones. Wash that shit down with some Nantucket nectar slash eggnog mixed. Fell asleep, shit on myself in my bed. Had a dream that I woke up and Grimace from McDonald's was standing over me with a Newport 100 hanging out of his mouth and he looked down at me and said, Frankie Lee, I'm here to make you suck my... Then my alarm went off and I woke up. That is some scary shit. So tonight, 
I am going to take it easy and eat some cinnamon toast crunch and maybe I will wake up in a happy place like uh, Diamond Heights somewhere by right next to a really huge, wonderful apple tree. So let's give it up for our let's give it up for our uh, uh, some of the people, some of the wonderful people that helped put this thing together. Uh, let's give it up for Pam Benjamin. She's absolutely awesome. You know, I was in the delivery room when Pam had her baby. Congratulations. Bundle for a wonderful little bundle of joy about the size of a burrito. And the doctor thumped them on the feet. And baby Pam said, yay. Absolutely fucking fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. And um, when I was born, my mother's stomach was out to here. Okay. And I didn't know I had a problem with chocolate until I went back and I traced my footsteps. You see, my mother, put, my mother she had a bowl a jello, a chocolate jello pudding, and she put it in front of her belly like this. And she went to the side, and the bubble went to the side. This is a true story. She went to the other side, and the bubble went to the other side. Then she went all the way around the back with the, with the bowl of pudding, and the bubble went all the way around the back, too. So if you're wondering why you know, I suffer from uh, a mental illness, it's, it has something to do with that. And I don't give a damn what y'all take for y'all's. I don't care how many calisthenics y'all do. Uh, I like my illness, and it's mine. And uh, I, it's, I do what I want with it. And if you don't like it, get your own goddamn illness. You know, I'm not seeing, I'm not laying on a goddamn couch, you know, taking off my, my socks and shoes, spending my money to talk to no goddamn therapist. Fuck that. You know, that's a waste of time. You know, because I, I some people like to get rid of their, their, their mental, mental, uh, mental liabilities. I like to keep mine, you know, because I, I pour water in my ear, you know, that helps them grow. You know, they sort of ferment, they sort of expand in my ear. We just had some uh, wonderful people come in. How y'all doing, folks? Good. Both of y'all are uh, of Caucasian descent. I, 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 got a, I got a real strong hunch. You know, I, I, I don't really know. You know, there's nothing about you that really points in that direction. You know, I'm just... You know, I'm just throwing out some words. But to tell me if I, you know, uh, European maybe, you know, uh, somewhere in that area. You know, I'm just, look, I'm just guessing. You know, if I've offended you, if you are actually black, a really, really lighter skin, uh, African-American, you know, I don't give a damn what your color is, welcome, okay? I don't give a damn where you from, welcome. Absolutely welcome. Um, we got people smoking crack right outside the festival. Um, and the only thing I have to say about that is I got 25 seconds and I'm gonna join them. That's the only thing I got to say about that. So all of you people out there that are listening to the sound of my voice, bring y'all's ass on down here because this thing is gonna be 
a whole lot of fun. You hear me? Okay. Stop what you're doing. I don't want to hear nothing about taxes, none of that bullshit. Fuck money and come down to the show. Just bring some of that down here with you, okay? And I will see you when you get here. So thank you for letting me be your host of the first show, Too Much Energy. And you guys are an awesome audience. And enjoy the show, the rest of today and the rest of this week. And that's right, just when you thought I was taking my black ass home, I am back in your house via sound waves, motherfuckers. So stop what you're doing and pay attention because the next comic we got coming to the stage is all the way from Miami, Florida. Now, this is absolutely wonderful. I know y'all in for a treat. This. This 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 comic is just just absolutely phenomenal all over the globe. Let's let's have a warm welcome for Dom Jelen. Thank you, thank you. I'm so excited for this festival. Let's give it up for Pam Benjamin one more time, and Mutiny Radio. Holy shit, this is awesome. This is awesome. I am from Miami, uh, which is nifty. Uh, <laughs> I think it's nifty. No, you're from Miami too? Holy shit, look at that, Miami represented. All right, well, no, the cool thing about being from Miami uh, is that I, uh, I feel like anytime I get to leave South Florida, I feel like an anthropologist, you know, because I get to study white people, but like in your natural habitat, you know? In Miami, all our white people are Cuban. It's not really, it's not real. Uh, um, the natural habitat, by the way, is the place where people are like, oh, you're Haitian? I don't know where Haitia is, but like you can sit the fuck down. I got you. <laughs> they got me. It's solid. It's solid. I'm so excited, man. Okay, so are you? Are either of you going up today, this week? I love your. I don't. It, you look. Do you remember? Okay, I got cable in like the year 2000, and there was that movie on Disney Channel uh, about that Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Did you ever see that? Did anybody see that? It was the shit, man. It was, it was one of those like really great Disney Channel original movies and they had an awesome soundtrack with this pop star. And the lyrics were, were literally, zoom, 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 you make my heart go boom, boom, boom. My supernova girl. And he was, he was the pop star from that movie. Fucking look it up, it's awesome and terrible. You know, bleach tips, early 2000s. We can't, we can't take it back, but like we can reflect somberly and try to avoid it again. Um, <laughs> that's fine, whatever. It's like when you see those pictures of Justin Timberlake, like when he had the bleach tips and then they put another photo of it right next to some ramen that hasn't been melted yet and it looks exactly the fucking same. It's wild, it's awesome. All right, I'm trying to wake myself up. I've been falling asleep at my desk all day. I've just been like trying not to tweet about death. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> and you guys in the back, all the way in the back of Caucasian descent as well. Yeah, dude, if you went any further back, you'd in the bathroom. Why are you turning around? I'm talking to you. I'm definitely talking to you. Yeah, you never know. Shit happens. You got to plan ahead. Are you wearing... You, you should look into Depends, so that way you don't have to worry about having to get up in the middle of shit. You could just... Okay. All right, so I guess panty lines aren't for everybody. 
I prefer accenting my ass so that way people can tell if I'm wearing a tampon or not. Like if my pants are so tight that you are too loose that you can't tell, then I'm not wearing them. That's a lie. I have baggy pants on right the fuck now. I actually nobody asked, but I'm gonna tell you guys anyway. My pant preference is for the like I don't have a thigh gap. So if the crotch just comes to just under where my thighs touch, that's when I'm most comfortable. Uh, Real talk. Nobody asked. I have a lot of opinions about pants. That's one of them. Another opinion is like, who the fuck is still making pants without pockets? Where are they? How do we find them? How do we stop them? Fuck you. Uh, None of the guys know what you're talking about because all your pants have like 10 fucking pockets and they're 10 miles deep. You can, oh my, I bought a pair of guys' pants. These are guys' pants. You can see because I can fit my entire fucking phone in my pocket, which isn't an unreasonable request, right? Like I should be able to store things in pockets. That's what they're for. But I have a lot of women's pants that are like, oh, look, you have four pockets. Psych! Right? You have two front pockets. They can fit a quarter each. And if you try to put 50 cents in one, they will tear. All right? And then they look like they have back pockets, but then you can't. And somebody's like, oh, you just have to remove the sewing. And I'm like, no. They're women's pants. They're there to lie to you. Okay? Like, it's not, they're not real pockets. And it upsets me. Uh, other, other things that have pockets that don't really have pockets, blazers. I love a good blazer. Uh, the other day, I accidentally got a men's blazer. Three inside pockets, you guys. In addition to two outside pockets and one on the like lapel where I could like put my glasses here like a classy mother. What? Are you kidding me? Only buying men's shit now. My okay, fun story. I am just not doing a set right now. But here's a fun story. I um my mom recently found out. Well, okay, I only came out to my mom a few years ago. And yeah, yeah, no, it was fine. At first she was like, oh, I I kinda knew. And I was like, great. This has been tremendously awkward. Um, But I told her over the phone, and then when I finally got home, she's like, by the way, I've been thinking about this whole lesbian thing, and I think you just don't want to date dudes. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. And she didn't think that was funny. She thought I was just lazy. but so so she she uh, for a while she was hesitant about like the the way that I was dressing and she was like I just you know why are you going to the men's section and I'm like you know what the men's section has in addition to pockets mom she's like what I'm like fucking sleeves they have real sleeves not cap sleeves uh, in fact all right we're gonna we're gonna show this off I love this shirt this is a new shirt this is technically a men's shirt uh, for those who don't see it it's actually just a picture of pizza in the shape of a fucking heart all right. As if to say, women don't love pizza. Fuck that, all right? And I'm also gonna take my jacket off because suddenly I'm hot as balls because I'm under these fucking hydroponic lights that Pam's got going on to keep mutiny open. Thanks, Pam. Uh, And look, real sleeves, all right? Look, if I raise my arm, there's still a sleeve there. It doesn't just get swallowed up by my armpit. Experiences you haven't had, probably, sir. I'm being presumptuous, I don't know. Um, Have you tried wearing women's shirts recently? Not very comfortable, right? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Half of my shirts now are just men's shirts. And all the pants that have pockets are definitely men's clothing. All right, this was fun. All right, we should do material now, right? We should do that. (laughs) We should just stop talking shit, talking out of my ass. Um, All right, you know what? Uh, Does anybody here have a dead parent? (laughs) Yeah, one or two. Dead kids club, nope, dead parents club. We don't have dead kids, we have dead parents. Um, No, I only ask... Because my dad died when I was 10, and the only thing more awkward than your parent dying uh, is telling people about it, uh, which is something that I learned. Just because you're in this weird spot where suddenly, like, you have to comfort the other person about your parent being dead, 
right? Like it's not, whatever. So for a while, I, I, I just lied about it. Like the first year after he died, my mom and I moved out of state and people would be like, where's, where's your dad? And I was like, oh, he's in Miami. And then we moved back to Miami and people were like, where's your dad? And I was like, oh, he's in Haiti. I just kept moving him further south. Um, <laughs> that seemed like a, a good solution. And then um, I would find creative ways to just not tell people while still answering their questions. So they'd be like, what does your dad do? And I'd say, oh, he doesn't work. And then we'd leave it at that. But there was this one time some kid was like, oh, why doesn't he work? And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Why doesn't he work? Because he's dead. All right? That's why he doesn't work. And he was like, oh, I could see how that could be an impediment to employment. And I was like, real talk. Like, that's, that's fucking legit. Yes, it is. Uh, and so I was like, all right, Dom, you can't just be a dick like that. You have to be more empathetic when you tell people because this is really awkward for them. So, like, think about them, right? So, you know, by the time I got to high school, somebody was like, oh, that sucks. What'd your dad do? And I was like, oh, he's, he's dead. And she was like, oh, why are you smiling? Uh, apparently gives off more of a serial killer vibe than don't worry, this conversation is going to be okay vibe. Things I learned. Um, yeah, and by the time I got to college, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, fuck making the other person uncomfortable. I'm going to be entertained, all right? So I had a roommate ask me. She was like, oh, so how'd your dad die? And I was like, oh, he was shot. And she fucking burst out laughing. And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking nailed it. She died laughing. She's like, no, really, how did he die? And I was like, no, really, he got shot. It was a suicide. Uh, that's real. <laughs> that's a true story. And she, she did not think it was, she got so mad. She's like, Dom, that is not okay. You cannot do that. I thought you were telling a black joke. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> true story. That's so fucked. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's, I think there are, there are little moments like that where I'm just like, I don't, I don't like hate white people, but I'm very okay with people going home and like wondering whether or not that's true, you know? And it's, and it's, it's breadcrumbs and you can, you can remember like, oh yeah, that was, that was one of those things. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, there are, there are things that could have been more awkward. Uh, so even though I'm a lesbian, I definitely had a boyfriend in middle school. That was cool. Uh, my first boyfriend's name was Vicky. Uh, he's not gay. Changed it to Vic later on. Um, but we were best friends. We were best friends. We were hanging out all the time before, after, during school. Uh, and then one day he was like, you know, Dom, I really like you. I think we should date. And I was like, oh, my God. This is so awfully uncomfortable. How do I make this stop? No, we should not date. I don't want this. Uh, and he was like, can we pretend this never happened? And I was like, you got it. And then we moved on. And it was great. And then like a week later, he was like, nah, but really, we should date. And I was like, holy fuck, how do I make sure I never have this conversation again, right? Like, how do I? And I was like, all right, because apparently persistence is key. I was like, I'll be your girlfriend, but I have, <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible story. I was like, but I have, I have uh, rules. I have stipulations. And he was like, let me hear them. And I was like, first of all, you cannot kiss me, ever. <laughs> you can't kiss me on the mouth. You can't kiss me on the cheek. There will be no kissing as your girlfriend, he's like, I'm still down. And I was like, all right, rule number two, you are not allowed to hold my hand, all right? If I want my hand held, I will do it myself. All right, I don't know. <laughs> this is a solo operation, sir. And he was like, you know what, I'm still down. And I was like, all right, final one, you are not allowed to tell anybody that I am your girlfriend. <laughs> it's difficult to see what he got out of this relationship, but the point is, he agreed to all these things, and even though I moved away, we never actually broke up. So, I'm a lesbian who's been in a 13-year heterosexual relationship. I feel like a fucking genius. I nailed it. If anybody wants advice on how to make their relationship last, spoiler alert, the answer is non-communication. Um, 
Yeah, we've been going strong. In fact, he almost ruined it because uh, like two years ago, he sent me a friend request on Facebook. And we were messaging back and forth and the conversation died. And I was like, see, this is why we don't talk. Like, don't ever do this again. Apparently still trying to break rules. Rule number four, don't fucking talk to me. Uh, <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, I have uh, gotten to San Francisco. I did go on a single date here that I've been on so far. It'll probably be my last one for a while. Uh, I went on a date uh, at this cafe, and this girl looks across the room. She goes, do you ever just see a slice of cake and want to rub it all over your body? What? Fucking no. No, I don't do. No, you're doing cake wrong. All right. Like you're I see a slice of cake and I want to put it in my mouth. All right. Because that's where it belongs. I just, you know, and, and I was I was talking about it with a friend of mine. I was just like, that's so fucking weird. And she's like, you know, she probably just wanted you to eat cake off of her body. She was probably flirting with you. And I was like, all right, why? So I could have cake and salty nipples fucking pass. All right. Like some people are into the sweet and savory. I'm not one of them. You know, just like, let me eat cake. <laughs> Yay, history jokes. Um, how much time do I have? I'm sorry, I'm just sitting here talking shit. Two minutes, awesome. Um, other cool things about San Francisco being super gay. I hear less dumb shit. Um, when I was in Miami, I had a friend of mine ask me, he was like, all right, Tom, I get that you're gay, but would you let our buddy Paul go down on you if he was wearing a wig? It is dumb. I was like, I don't know, man. Would you let Paul go down on you if he was wearing a wig? Like, what am I supposed to do? Get the fuck out of here, right? Like, it, it bothered me. And he was like, listen, listen, listen. Paul has got a great smile and a wonderful personality, and he looks damn good in a wig, and sexuality's a spectrum. I wish you wouldn't be so judgmental. And then it was awkward, because Paul and I carpool. Fucking everywhere, all right? That was a, not a, Paul was like, I have a wig in the trunk. <laughs> Yeah, that was disturbing. Um, we we did really we did really carpool, and his car smelled awful. And I remember once he was he was hung up about this girl, and he was like, "Do you think she loves me?" And I was like, "Dude, she let you fuck her in this car. This car is so disgusting. It smells awful. There's newspaper everywhere. You have a McDonald's cup, and she let you fuck her here. Of course she loves you. <laughs> That's the only explanation there is." And it turns out she kind of didn't. It was really awkward as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't keep telling Paul stories. The poor kid. He's gonna. He's not gonna listen to this. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, but I have been in San Francisco. Where are you? Are you in San Francisco? Are you from out of town as well? Brooklyn. Brooklyn or Portland? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Did you come all the way? Hey, what's up? We're just talking shit about you. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we weren't. Uh, we should have been. Uh, no, Trina's really sweet, and I can't wait to see her come up, and it's going to be great. But we were talking about Brooklyn. Uh, did, you, did you travel exclusively for the festival? Are you doing other shit? What's up? What's doing? Well, anytime I can come to San Francisco, I'll make it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pam. Fuck yeah. yeah. Pam, you're a nebulous of cool. <laughs> yeah. A, a s yeah, man. A supernova, if you will, because Xenon Girl of the 21st Century is going to be up in a little bit, and I believe that that is my time. I've been talking shit for more than two minutes. You guys have been so great. My name is Dom Jolin. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was absolutely fucking fabulous. Give it up one more time for the Jeffrey Dahmer of comedy. 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's how we get this motherfucker going. Just like that. And guess what? We're going to have some more of that shit. I know y'all can't wait. Can y'all, y'all can't wait no more, can you? That's right. That's right. We're going to keep it coming, goddammit. Our next comedian, our next comedian, y'all won't believe this. She is all the way from New York, New York. Brooklyn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two-time Andy Kaufman Award finalist. Let's give it up for Kim D. Awesome. Good. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Um, I'm going to start just here because why not on this microphone and then we'll just switch it up. I feel like we can work together on this, right? Um, I, wow. I'm, first of all, my name is Killy. Uh, my my um, hooker name was Kim. Uh, so if you know me by that name, we've apparently met at a bathroom uh, before. Um, I, f- I feel like I should keep it kind of... Um, like my outfit. <laughs> Just for the listeners at home, uh, I'm wearing a silver spandex jumpsuit, uh, circa Bowie. Oh, wait. Oh, I took my earring out. Okay, good. Because it was like cutting off m- my ear blood. It, that's what was happening. So I was like, I must remove it. Uh, is, can you just, oh, can you hand me that little um, uh, tambourine? Thank you. I said I don't want to do this wrong. All right, so let's just do this. I don't know where that's been. <laughs> I feel gross. Because um, I have a lot of technology I'm going to use. So don't worry, you guys. This thing, we're going to do it. But I feel like this. I should start like this. No one respects a slave unless he's played by Morgan Freeman. Thank you. You guys know who Morgan And no one respects a Nazi unless he's played by Ray Fiennes. Thank you. No one respects a queer unless he's played by Tom Hanks. And no one respects an Indian or a Jew unless he's played by Ben Kingsley. Sing along if you know the words, and I think that you guys do. Everyone at home. People in the audience, it's just Ben and Kingsley. You can't go wrong. And in fact, if you do, I will come and punch you in the face. Uh, I'm going to lead you like a gospel choir here on a Wednesday night in San Francisco at Mutiny Radio. Let's do this together. Please don't leave me hanging up here alone. I came all the way from Brooklyn. Let's do this. Ready? It's just Ben and Kingsley. Ready? But okay, that was like a half. That was like a halfway. And I know you feel me because I sat on your left. So let's do this together. You the loudest over here. Everybody, come on. It's a choir. Ben Kingsley. 
A band, Kingsley. Keep going. It's, a, it's okay. It's just a gospel choir. You guys can do this. I believe in you. Band, Kingsley. James Solo. Okay, anyway. Ben Kingsley. That no one respects in Indian right? Yeah. Unless they're played by Ben Kingsley. I think it needs to pick it up a little bit. Ready? Wait, we don't. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. And no one respects a fat man unless it's played by John Goodman. That's right. And no one respects the retard weight unless it's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah! And no one respects a woman unless she's played by. <laughs> I know, I know. Applause break, applause break, applause break. Louder, louder, louder. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Somebody, someone said Robin Williams. No one respects a woman unless it's a woman, a man playing a woman. I think I heard one. Has so many levels of fucked up right now. Um, and no one respects an Indian or a Jew unless he's played by let's just end it together come on guys let's do this come on i'm gonna actually turn the mic towards you so if you fuck it up for the people at home i'm gonna be really upset ready here we go Gandhi. Okay, thank you, thank you. Let's try this now, yeah, right? We can do this, we could do, could do that, you know? I mean, who has, right, yes, who, right? No, anybody? Pam, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we have that. Um, I think I remember you being there, actually. Um, okay, so. I, uh, how many, like, um, totally fucked up health freaks are there uh, in San Francisco? Anybody in the audience? No. Okay, great. Uh, how many people, um... Okay, here's the thing. I pretty much daily uh, talk to my husband and tell him, um, um, you know, I'm going to die. And he, I'm, I think I'm going to die. I'm dying. I'm definitely going to die. And he says to me, probably not today. So that's where we are with that. Uh, you know, who knows about today, though? Got this camel toe, though, seriously. I mean, it's amazing. I got to tell you guys, and I figure, I think that's what you were whispering about back there. I, I kind of heard camel toe. Here's the thing about the camel toe, and I feel really strongly about this, you guys. Like, I feel like it's the, like, the most fucking feminist thing that I have done. Because you know what? Men walk around with the fucking package, hanging out, showing off the goods, right? And I'm like, wow, this is like the first outfit. I'm like a little tight in the torso. You know, I'm like a long torsoed lady. So this just accentuate it's like just a nice accentuation of my camel toe. And so I just want to 
You know what? I'm going to wear it loud and proud. And you can take a camel toe anywhere. Let me tell you, I have been around the world with my camel toe, and it has gotten me into some amazing parties. Not going to lie. Okay. On that note, let's go back to, let's go back to the, oh, wait. I have to, to use this app, they make me, they make me watch an ad. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, I can't even buy it. it okay, here we go. Okay. That's what I have to say about that product. Um, I, uh, I am, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, I'm not going to lie, so this is sort of about that. I'm always like, don't start before you're ready, Kelly. And then I'm like, oh, I was born before I was ready, so here we are. Whatever. Fuck it. Cause I don't feel well My stomach aches and I salivate When I hear a bell And it tastes like chalk and pennies You know that can't be right I feel like I can't breathe And my chest is getting tired <sighs> You guys are going to get this part. I was watching Dr. Oz. What a pompous prick. He said no symptoms, no discomfort. Don't mean you're not sick. Well, I have that, or do I mean that I do not? I went on WebMD. I saw a hundred things I do got. Spina bifida. Rickets and scarlet fever too. Flesh eating bacteria and also the swine flu. The mumps and the measles. The clap and the shingles. Cancer. Like every time I say it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, this time is gonna be the funny time that I say cancer, you know? Because there's gonna be that one time where it's hilarious that I, here's the thing, you guys, though, and let's, let's bring it in. Um, for the people at home, everyone is leaning in, coming towards the stage, uh, giving me money, uh, 20s and hundreds, mostly. Uh, you guys, the thing is, She's not. But we are all going to die. You know what I'm saying? We are. We are. I'm not going to try and ruin your night, but I'm just like, you know, and we have a whole, we have like a whole festival. Wow. Sorry. We have a whole festival to get through. This is nice. Um, anyway, I was just saying, uh, I'm sorry. That's weird. That's weird. I'm sorry. That's a, I, I was veering off. I'm on 
Please know that I'm not lying. My tumor's just too small to show up on my x-ray. I'll go back to the doctor tomorrow twice the next day. ZocDoc. You guys know ZocDoc? No? No ZocDoc? ZocDoc. One eight hundred dentist. Zach does. You know one eight hundred dentist. You think I'm crying wool? You think it's paranoia? I brought you a stool sample. We just seem to annoy ya. Zach, please take my blood and a urine sample too. Zach, when I feel happy and just fine, I don't know what to do. I'm singing to you from my grave, and I know that it wasn't lying. Just because you think you're dying, don't mean that you're not. It took me 90 years to die from what I got. Guess what I died of? I know. Right? Right? I worried the whole time. It was going to be cancer. I knew it. But nope, it was natural causes. Thank you. You know what? You never see that one coming. You know, nat natural causes. You don't. Because you keep, because it's so, you're like 90 at that point. Um, well, hopefully we all get there to that uh, space in life. Uh, okay. I think, um, oh, I know. So I've been doing a duet lately with a good friend of mine. So hopefully she'll come by. Sorry, I didn't get that. Um, let's see. Well, let's turn it down. Sorry, I know you're freaking out. <laughs> I get, we're right here together. It's you and me against the world. Okay, um, hold on, let's see. Let's see what he has to say. Beatbox for me. Here's one I've been practicing boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. Boots and cats and 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 boots and cats. Don't don't blame her. Siri, what's the meaning of life? A movie. That's good for like it's good for a comedy show though because you know I mean she's so smart. Beatbox for me. Here's one I've been practicing boots and cats and 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 boots it probably and sounds cats terrible and, boots and cats and 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 boots and cats and
cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and bo
Not your fucking GPS. Bitch, find your own way. I'm not your fucking GPS. Bitch, find your own way. Babe, I'm not a rental, makes me mental, sentimental, detrimental when you ride that way, drive that way. You're lost and then you're found, see, don't know your way around this body. Drunk dick, too much wine. That's the wrong hole for the very last time. <laughs> Use your Google Maps, cause your problem's not mine. Girl, balls, girl, balls. Do you want tears or do you want a brawl? Need a big stall for my giant girl balls. I've got girl balls. Motherfucking girl balls. Thank you. All right. I think that went really well. Uh, I want to just say one thing before I, I leave the stage. I will be back for clean comedy later, if you can only imagine. Uh, and I want to thank Pam especially. And I want to thank uh, the festival for including people who are a little bit outside the box. There aren't that many comedy festivals uh, that are doing this kind of thing. And uh, to feel welcome and to feel celebrated and appreciated, it, it, it was probably one of, ooh, and to get this amazing bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> that I just caught in midair after a set that I killed, motherfuckers. Uh, I just want to say how great it is to be accepted, and uh, I'm just going to live here at Mutiny Radio from now on forever. Thank you. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing I can say after that is one fucking word. Actually, I just said about 15, but on the end of that, wow, okay? Absolutely fucking wow. Give it up, give it up for your female version of 2716 Buck Rogers that just walked right off the goddamn cereal box and into your ear hole, okay? So um, all you people out there, thank you so much. Thank you kindly for being such a part of something so fucking big, bigger than all your goddamn IRS problems. I don't give a damn. I don't want to hear it. Don't call me. Don't email me shit. This is bigger than you, and we are tougher than you, and we are better than you. 
You don't know us because you can't see us, so that means we can do whatever the fuck we want to do, including have our next performer just show up at your goddamn house. So everybody, on the count of one, two, three, we're going to close this thing out with a mighty fine hand-to-hand massaging in a loud fashion. In other words, we're going to clap for ourselves. If you had fun, you enjoyed yourself, give it a round of applause for the comedy festival at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, okay? CPAM, and thank you for coming out. Have a good night. Jonathan, I know you love tinctures. I do? Yeah. Most people don't even know what those are. Yeah, most of them don't. we need to give uh, everybody a little example of what we know. Well, they should go to trialta.com to see the six different kinds of cannabinoids that are all distilled for their medicinal needs. Yes, and they're so wonderful. Have you heard about the CBN? Did you even know this existed? Is that like waffles? No, CBN is the cannabinoid in the plant that makes you fall asleep. Oh my God. Weed to make you sleep. Yeah. Does that put cancer to sleep? It puts cancer to sleep. It doesn't even get you high. It just puts you to sleep. There's also the THCA. Pain relief. Don't need any more opioids. Does that come from the vegetation state? It, it certainly does. You clearly know your botanicals. You know your Alta California botanicals. Yes, and there's also a CB, high CBD and a mixture of both high THC and CBD. That's right. Helps with the shaky shakies. If you have anxiety, go with the CBD. If you like to get high, go with the THC. Go with it all. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. Alta California Botanicals. Or go to tryalta.com. If you give them your medical prescription, you can get two weeks for free Alta. <laughs> absolutely try alta.com hey you psychedelic junkies need something to do Tuesday March 1st well get your ass on out to the Golden Bull in Oakland at 8 p.m. For a stellar lineup of psychedelic rock, brought to you by Subliminal SF. Featuring War Cloud, Cloud Catcher of Denver, and Skunk. Then, Thursday, March 31st, check out Seattle Band UN Hissing and Cardinal Worm, also another band to be announced. Same place, same time, $8. Funeral Doom is the genre. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook. See you there. What's up, San Francisco? The SF Eagle Bar is proud to sponsor the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The SF Eagle is about to celebrate its third year anniversary since reopening under new ownership and new management. We are historically a gay leather bar, and now we cater to the queer LGBT community. 
as well as our allies by hosting fundraisers for local nonprofits and events to celebrate love and equality. I ain't got no dick, but I love the Eagle. Yeah, you do. Located at 398 12th Street at Harrison Street and open every single goddamn day. So check www.sf-eagle.com for calendar of events. And we will see you 3-3-16, by the way, opening day of our special Midnight Comedy Showcase for the Mutiny Comedy Festival. i see you guys there. Hell yeah. Industrial Metal's taking over! Golden Bull in Oakland, April 5th, with the Death Kings of LA, Genocide Skin, Ort Cloud, and other bands to be announced. 8 p.m., $8, all industrial metal. They come again on April 15th to see some noise rock. The other band on Earth will be there. Jerkagram of LA will be there. And Love Moon. Same place, different time. 9 p.m., seven bucks. Brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash subliminal sf Pabst Blue Ribbon is a proud sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We appreciate how comedians are, well, they're poor, and they need a delicious and inexpensive alternative to craft beer. Now, that's why every Pabst Blue Ribbon is affordable and accessible to even the dirtiest of dickbag comedians, allowing them to be in public at a bar interacting with people they probably shouldn't, like women. So go buy your favorite comedian a PBR. They need the encouragement that someone, somewhere, cares what they have to say. Paps Blue Ribbon, keeping comedians funny with classically delicious flavor since 1844. Which is crazy, because it was America's best in 1993. <laughs> Tony Sparks home. Let the brainwash the mighty brainwash. Oh, yes, we got them jokes. Seven nights a week. Sponsored by to hustle entertainment sponsors all the jokes and the Dina lets us all 
practical jokes Please come specifically for sin And don't worry your love is jokes And I don't care And the brainwash, the mighty brainwash Don't Tony loves to host Rock your face off. Well then, come to the Golden Bull in Oakland for a night of doom metal. With the dragged into sunlight out of UK, primitive man of Denver, and cult leader Salt Lake City. 8 p.m. $10, July 15th, brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit SubliminalSF.com or check them out on Facebook. See you then. All right. Hey, welcome to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I'm going to be your host for the Clean Show. My name is Colin Holtz. Welcome, everyone. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Excellent. Jolly good. Uh, well, uh, I got some news. I just quit my job. Yeah, thank you. Um, my job was bud tending at a medical marijuana dispensary. It's probably a real dumb job to quit. It was a work-free drug place. <laughs> it's like the only job where I didn't expect to have to take a drug test, but I guess I just wanted to make sure I was dirty. It's like on the way to the urinalysis, I smoked tons of weed because I wanted to show I was reliable. Boss other the Tesla lots. He was like, whoa, this dude is an expert. Um, but I quit, and now I'm just back to cutting my sandwiches into squares and triangles again. Like, not because I'm nostalgic and I want to feel like a kid, but because I want to feel like I can afford four sandwiches. It's like, oh, man, I should really apply for food stamps, you know? And then I'm like, no, that is way too much work. And I was like, oh my God, the Republicans are right, you know? The poor really are lazy. <laughs> uh, nah, but I quit that job mostly because I didn't expect to end up not liking Bob Marley and Pink Floyd as much as I did. <laughs> like Bob Marley, he's, he had 13 kids with nine different women, and he made a song called Is This Love? Like, I feel like a more appropriate song title would be Maybe We Should Talk About This. Or like, is this responsible? Or like, just make the whole song a PSA about weed and call it, I guess it doesn't make you sterile. You know? Uh, my beef wasn't really with Bob Marley, though. It was more with the reggae fans, because they'd come in and they'd say things to me like, you have no love inside you, and you are going to hell. And I'd be like, dude, uh, 
all I said was I'm not going to give you any free weed. <laughs> like, they were the worst about it. They'd be like, come on, man, hook it up. Give us some free weed. We're going to a concert. And I'm like, dude, if you want some free weed, just go to the concert. <laughs> That's where all the free weed's going to be. I'm not going to risk my shitty minimum wage job for you. Get out of here. Uh, Go on the reggae forums, and on the reggae forums, everybody's like, them not knows, man, because uh, that's how they type. Like, one, one of the questions on the reggae forums was, how do you feel about homosexuality? Thousands of comments were just like, Jaw condemns it, and I think it's pretty gross, but I'm not judging. I was like, dude, what do you... How You can't be that homophobic when the name of your music genre is literally half gay. <laughs> Like, reggae is like one child with a speech impediment away from being way gay. Like, I just listened to the way I went to way pump me up. It's like, come on, dude. And Pink Floyd, I don't really have a reason for not liking Pink Floyd. Just my boss would play Wish You Were Here over and over and over again. And I was like, dude, I wish you were somewhere else. Like, on the dark side of the moon or something. It was, it was the boss's brother who would play... Pink Floyd all the time and Bob Marley. He was a magical man. I often heard him muttering under his breath. And then when you listen real close, you realize that he's actually praying. And then in the middle of his prayer, he would say, my wife, may she burn in hell. <laughs> and I was like, damn, where is your wife? And he's like, uh, she's in Stockton. <laughs> I was like, oh. So she's like already there, fucking burning away, dude. <laughs> but he was weird because like he would always tell me things like I can talk to pigeons and shit like that. And I was like, all right, dude, you've been sampling too much of the product, <laughs> you know. Uh, but then one day we're out on the street and he goes, oh, oh, and then all of the pigeons flew to him. <laughs> Like he was a Disney princess or something. <laughs> it's like some weed dispensary Disney princess. God, it was beautiful. Weird guy. All right. I, that's not really a joke. Just a weird, real thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the job, the first job that I ever had, that was the second job I had after I moved away from home. And like... After I moved away from home, sometimes it's hard to get the stuff that your parents teach you out of your head. You know, like my mom, she always told me, oh, Colin, don't talk to strangers. Don't do it, you know. And then I moved away from home, and I was like, that's all there is to talk to. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, it makes it really hard to find a job because strangers have all of the jobs. It's like you can't go into a job interview and the manager's like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And you're like, uh, you first, you know, it's not going to get you the job, man. But the first job I ever had was in high school. I'll never forget it. First day, ringing this lady up, she throws a pair of underwear on the counter, work at this thrift department store. And she throws this pair of underwear on the counter and she goes, how much for this pair of underwear? I was like, well, the tag says $3.99, ma'am. And she goes, 
You think I'm gonna pay $3.99 for a pair of used underwear? Retard? I was like, uh, you're the one buying used underwear, ma'am. <laughs> but, but she gets the underwear, and I look at the cash register for her change, and uh, before I give it back to her, she looks at me and she's like, you couldn't do that in your head? <laughs> Pointing to the register, like, what? What are you supposed to say to that? Uh, I already did. Well, you're never gonna believe this, but we're only here to keep the machines honest. Stingy little bastards. Who's trying to pinch pennies wherever they can. You know, and then uh, she had her kids with her, right? She turns to her kids and they're homeschoolers. Like, you know they're homeschoolers because the two token signs of a homeschooler are number one, school's in session and they're not in there. And number two, they look way too sad for somebody to have died. All right. And she turns to her kids and she's like, see kids, see what happens when you use a calculator for math. And I was like, hey, I'm here, you know. <laughs> I might be dumb, but I'm not deaf. <laughs> like I got down on one knee and I was like, hey kids. I might not have pie memorized, but let me tell you a little story about what it's like to have friends. <laughs> Bet you're wondering which one to use the mistake your parents made because they don't use calculators. <laughs> okay. Plug it in, baby. All right. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this. They've made a lot of Land Before Time movies, man. Like, they've made so many Land Before Time movies, they gotta be in the present by now, you know? Like, the next Land Before Time movie's just gonna be Littlefoot getting pumped into a gas tank. It's gonna be called Global Warming, Littlefoot's Revenge, driving to Walmart. Hey, we got a great show for you tonight. Um, please give it up for all the comedians you're gonna see. We got three on this hour right now, coming to you all the way from Texas. He just had a baby. Please give it up for Jesse Monday, everyone. Uh, you might find this kind of hard to believe, but uh, it is not uncommon for me to be accused of being a hipster. Um, one of my coworkers actually suggested that I grew my facial hair ironically, which just isn't true. Um, you see, years ago, my mom gave birth to a healthy baby old-timey mustache, and over the years, it grew me. Ironically, uh, um, I, I just don't like new rock bands because I'm in my 30s now. Uh, I'm on my way to becoming an old man. That's the same reason that I wear skinny jeans. They're like man spanks. I'm trying to avoid a condition that men develop later in age known as low-hanging fruit. Um, Besides a compulsion to slide down banisters, do you know what really chaps my taint? It's, 
the fact that I wait tables and so I deal with a lot of cash and so when I get gas I have to go inside to pay for it and as I get into the line to pay for my gas I invariably end up behind some sad sack whose entire reason for putting on pants that day was to buy a fistful of scratch lotto tickets I mean, sure, a lot of the other people in line are just there to buy cigarettes, which is also annoying. But to be on the same level, they would have to say, yes, I would like a pack of smokes. And in that pack of smokes, I would like two Marlboro Reds, four Palm Oil Menthol Lights, a Camel Crush, three Parliaments, and ten American Spirits. Oh, and I would, I would like to trade in my lucky cigarette from the last pack. I, I, I never really quite understood that whole concept of turning one cigarette upside down, like w why that would make it lucky. And if it did, what makes you think that the luck would be transferable to you? I mean, maybe the luck involved is that that's the cigarette that's going to give you cancer. Giving someone cancer is like winning the lottery for a cigarette. These. Lotto fiends are always so exacting with their orders because it's, of course, a science, a government, state-sponsored uh, poverty-prolonging science. There hasn't been a more successful government campaign to keep the poor downtrodden since the invention of crack cocaine. Being behind one of these scratch addicts is kind of like being waylaid by an awful street magician. Like, as you can see here, I have only $15 in my wallet. Now I'm going to fill the change purse with perfectly ordinary lighter fluid and set it on perfectly ordinary fire. And then, as the contents of my wallet burn to a cinder, I'll wave my hand over the top and presto changeo, you're late for work. Every time I find myself in this situation, I start having these macabre fantasies about some murderous gunman holding up the joint, who takes no prisoners, leaves no witnesses. Uh, if you realize I'm including myself in the carnage here, if I can just die after I get to see the scratch addict's brain splattered all over their precious scratch tickets, some kind of posthumous muscle memory, keeping the coin going back and forth through the gray matter gore. I won't haunt that gas station afterwards. Uh, probably if I'm the first to go, I won't haunt the gas station because it's just not done. You never hear about a haunted 7-Eleven. Nobody's ever like, no, dude, dude, I filled up my big gulp with Coke Zero, and when I took a drink, it was new Coke. You never uh, hear some disembodied voice behind you, suggestive selling. Wanna add a Kit Kat for only 99 cents? Maybe gas stations are haunted, but we just don't catch on to it because nobody gets suspicious when they hear creepy weeping coming from a gas station bathroom. Gas stations going unhaunted seems a little bit strange because they get robbed kind of a lot. I'm surprised there's not a reality show called The Deadliest Scratch. <laughs> Death is all around us. Uh, 
For instance, I may have killed my wife's cat recently. It's, it's probably not what you think. I, I mean, had I poisoned it, run it over with the lawnmower, or beat it vigorously with a 250 millimeter aluminum Stilson pipe wrench, I would be a lot more confident in the matter. But all I did was merely open the door and he went outside into the night and vanished. You know, like the beginning of an episode of the Cold Case Files if it was a show on Animal Planet. Which, if you think about it, makes me really more of a uh, Kitty Kevorkian than a Buffalo Bill. I mean, I'm not prancing around the house wearing nothing but a catskin cap with my nuts tucked, rubbing catnip into my beard and saying things like, Would you pet me? I'd pet me. I was really pretty tore up about it because I'm an animal lover. The good kind, not the peanut butter kind. The thing was that Max was really kind of a, an indoor cat. A previous owner had declawed him, so his uh, improvised weapon and go-to means of communicating his displeasure was to harness the destructive power of his minturations and use them against our belongings. And while weaponized urine is a frightening thing for humans that enjoy leather jackets, it's not really a deterrent against the packs of wild dogs that run around in the woods behind our house. So when I let him out that night, I basically rolled the hobo hounds a meat basketball. And we looked all over for him and just couldn't find him. Uh, in a, a moment of desperation, my wife suggested that we use our dogs to try and find him, which would have been a great idea had we lost him in a cartoon. <laughs> our dogs aren't bloodhounds or intelligent. I'd pretty much have to sit them down in front of the cat box and explain to them that the treats they enjoy stealing are going to, going to become a really rare commodity. We thought about printing up some of those lost cat posters, but those things never work. A reasonable, well-adjusted person who sees one of those posters quickly comes to the conclusion that that's a dead cat. <laughs> While a maladjusted person who sees that same poster sees all of the contact information for an, an emotionally distraught person who's under the impression that strangers can help them. <laughs> well, after days of being gone, out of nowhere, he finally showed back up like nothing had ever happened. The only thing was that he was covered in fleas. So we had to bathe him, and when we bathe him, he becomes upset. And when he becomes upset, he pisses on our things. So I may have killed my wife's cat recently. Um, there was a lot of talk about jobs earlier. Um, I had this buddy in high school who used to refer to having a job as being society's bitch. Can I say bitch on the clean comedy show? I think so, you can say that on TV. So, he used to refer to it as being society's bitch, uh, which is a pretty cynical sentiment, 
But I think he was on to something because being employed is a lot like being in a relationship. Uh, you resent it until it's gone, and then somebody else is all up in your workspace, probably getting the job done better than you ever did. Or perhaps you still resent them. I, my job history is full of unsavory lovers. I, uh, there was roofing, which was physically abusive, a call center that was verbally abusive, and a string of corporate waiting gigs that were just way too anal. Um, whether or not, uh, in a situation where it's not going well, sooner or later, somebody gets dumped. And whether you're the dumper or the dumpy, it's usually not a mutual breakup. Sometimes, depending on how uh, extensive the relationship was, the government will step in and award alimony uh, as long as you're pretending to go on a certain number of dates every week. Um, I was let go in this fashion, uh, broken up with, so to speak, last year. And uh, in the first stage of grief, denial, you think of how much free time you have on your hands to pursue creative exploits, which doesn't really happen because you quickly find yourself warping like Mario to stage four, depression, with a cloud of sadness following you around, tossing down spiky turtles of self-doubt everywhere. Um, but sooner or later, uh, you have to get back in the game, so uh, I got my hair did, and I started trolling Craigslist like a pervert, replying to any job post that didn't seem as though it was written by a job rapist. Uh, several of my friends tried to uh, hook me up with someone, but I think they could all smell the desperation on me. Um, so sooner or later, you uh, end up going out on dates, either one-on-one -on -one or to a job fair, the speed dating of the job world. In either case, you basically just lie about how interesting you are and how your last relationship didn't work out because bitch was crazy. Because that sounds a lot better than saying, I was emotionally tardy too many times in a six-week period. Uh, I, I ended up uh, getting back together with the uh, event staffing firm that I first hooked up with when I got to Austin. Being with them was like having a friend with benefits because they would send me a text message on Saturday that would say something like, what are you doing tonight? And uh, I knew it was just a money call. I knew I was going to hate myself the next day, but it was just going to feel so good to get paid again. Because when you're job single, that's all you really think about. How long it's been since you got paid. Since you really just got paid. <laughs> uh, so you end up sooner or later just taking whatever rebound offer comes along, which in my case was another corporate waiting gig because when it comes down to it, we're all just looking for checks and 
Any checks is better than no checks at all, even if it's anal checks. Which would make for a really weird cereal commercial. Moms love anal checks because it's low in sugar. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for me. Thank you. Let's get your host back up here. Jesse Mundy, everyone. All right, we're going to keep this show rolling right along. Your next comedian coming up here, all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada, not New Mexico. I know that's what you were thinking. Please welcome to the stage Richard Kiss. Yeah, keep it going for Colin, huh? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Good-looking crowd. Uh, before I get too far into it, I got some friends who came out to see me. Just want to give a quick shout-out. Ah! Thank you. I take things literally. I'm a literalist. I know it's distracting. Look at me. It's like Bob Saget and Al Bundy had a kid. Hey, Peg. Come in here and watch these funny movies. Who says two men can't have a baby? It's my Ed O'Neill impression. Check them out on Modern Family. It's true, I look like those two famous guys, but uh, let's change the perspective. They look like me, right? Next time you see Bob Saget, go up to him and say, uh, hey, you look just like Richard Kiss minus Al Bundy. I did the celebrity math there for you. Subtract Al Bundy from both sides of the equation, and it still balances. Yeah? Yeah. That joke has a proof. I knew that math degree would come in handy. Yeah. Hey, what's the deal with sclerosis? How come people never have just one, huh? <laughs> it's always multiple. That's the whole joke. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. <sighs> a little jittery tonight, kind of on edge. You know what it is? I haven't had a cigarette for uh, 72 hours. Can you believe that? Huh? Yeah, that's a... Uh, sure, why not? That's worthy of a, of a clap, huh? An applause break. Actually, I've never had a cigarette my entire life, but... Uh, Nobody ever claps for that. <laughs> it's a culture of redemption. You don't get any credit for doing the smart thing the whole time. And I'm a whore for applause, so I'll frame it however I need to to get you guys to give it up for me. Uh, yeah. Is it awkward in here, or is it just me? Uh, so I got problems. I'm uh, obsessive-compulsive OCD, or as I like to say, I'm careful. The uh, air quotes, careful. Anyone else got uh, OCD? By applause, if you're obsessive compulsive, clap 17 times. <laughs> Losing a little steam there at the end. It's like he's OCD and ADD. 17 times, okay, one, two, three. Ooh, shiny. Besides OCD, I'm also cheap. And let me tell you, the women I go with, they are sick of this combination. I'm so cheap that I'll make her split the check. But because I'm OCD, I make her show her work. <laughs> yeah. Every step and no calculators. That is cheating. I want to see the little numbers, the little carries, you know? <laughs> Who else loves math jokes? No, it's just me. Okay. Yeah. It's 
uh, I don't know, my brain, it just obsesses over details. I can't help but the craziest details, even like, like the names of stores. There's this one store that uh, maybe you saw. They're bankrupt now, I think. I think they went bankrupt. They're called uh, Linens and Things. Linens and Things. It's like they couldn't decide if they want to be too specific or too general. Linens and Things. When you call your store Linens and Things, how do you decide what you're not going to carry? Right? I want to be the guy in charge of stocking Linens and Things. Let's see. 56-inch Sony plasma television. It's not a linen, but it is a thing. Yes, we'll carry that. Go put that on aisle seven, things you look at. Yes, put it next to the lava lamps. Yes, underneath the car accidents. Yes, people love to look at those. How long do you suppose this joke will go on? And then uh, there's this other store. I lived in Silicon Valley. There's this little mom and pop operation there. A little store called uh, Three Beads and a Button. Yeah. Three Beads and a Button. Not a lot of inventory concerns here at the Three Beads and a Button store. I guess the name Junk Drawer was not available. It's a <laughs> major competitor. I drove by to Three Beads and a Button. They had a big sign, uh, going out of business. 70% off all beads, 80% off button. <laughs> yeah. I went in there, I cleaned them out. I'm like, uh, I'll take everything. Guy's like, you want a bag? No, because I have a pocket. This really should be mail order. So put your buttons into an envelope. You know, that sort of thing. So I'm a Canadian. I grew up in Canada, or as you call it here, uh, America Light. Canada and the U.S., very similar, especially to outsiders. But, you know, there are, there are differences. Canada Canada's like the U.S. with snow and uh, healthcare websites that work the first time. So <laughs> thanks, Obama, for that punchline. And uh, Can Canada's also had uh, gay marriage for uh, 10 years, more than 10 years now. So uh, spoiler alert, nothing happens. You know, a lot of uh, Americans are worried that God is going to send pestilence and horror upon this country for allowing such a disgraceful thing to occur. But it uh, turns out he's too busy not being real. So, <laughs> yeah. Who would have guessed uh, not existing would take up so much of your day? <sighs> uh, but uh, I grew up in a small town in Canada, almost all white people, very homogenous. It's interesting being in a big city now, much more diverse, much more diversity. You've got to watch yourself, though. One time, I offended this Japanese guy. I'm like, you people never tie your shoes. He calls me on. He's like, oh, that's lacist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no matter how you slice it, that, that is a legitimate criticism. It's a good joke, huh? It's like a three-way pun. It's worthy of an ROR, don't you think? That's a Raph out loud. Okay, uh, sometimes you got to spell them out. I'm a computer nerd. I know it's a big surprise, right? And uh, I work for, uh, I've been working in the Bitcoin industry for a while. Bitcoin's an interesting thing. People, they find out I'm in the Bitcoin industry, and man, 
they got questions. They're like, uh, uh, so you work in the currency industry? That's really something. Why, why would anyone accept it? What, uh, what value does it have? It just seems to come out of nowhere. Where, where is it coming from? And the value fluctuates so much from day to day. How come anyone would even consider taking it? But uh, enough about the American dollar. <laughs> Boom, take that establishment. Yeah. But uh, no, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is, is the real deal. Technologically, it's solid, it's sound, and uh, it's, uh, it's interesting stuff. I think history is going to show Bitcoin to be the world's most important ever financial Ponzi scheme. So get in now while the getting is good. Because you know how Ponzi schemes work. You want to be you want to be at the top, near the top, up there with Satoshi, right? You want to be stuck at the bottom holding these worthless bags of private keys. <laughs> so talk to me off after. We'll uh, do a little bartering. But uh, as a nerd, I'm always uh, trying to improve myself, trying to learn stuff. I've been studying languages a lot lately, French and Spanish. And uh, Chinese is interesting to me also. Chinese is different from these other languages. Chinese, French and Spanish and English, they got a phonetic alphabet, you know, where the letters have sounds and you can sound out words more or less. And Chinese isn't like that at all, but every word, every concept, every idea has got its own picture character. The alphabet is huge. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know how you'd look stuff up in a dictionary. And so they say a picture is worth a thousand words unless it's a Chinese character, because then it's worth one. <laughs> it's a serious exchange rate discrepancy. It's no wonder Trump wants to make America great again. He's got to shut down this trade deficit. Also, in China, if you're a kid, you can't really can't really have a spelling bee, right? I mean, how would that work? It'd be like, all right, Jing Yang, how do you spell scissors? Oh, okay, this is an easy one. Um, scissors. Give me, give me a hard one, right? It's just the, it's just the character for scissors. <laughs> what else, what else do you call it? <laughs> it's really less of a spelling bee than it is a drawing contest, you know? It's like the square with the hat on it and the little man running underneath. And all these letters, they look like it killed a bug on a piece of paper. You notice that? Not like a fly or a spider, something with thin lines, like a mosquito. Just like whoosh. Ah, there we go. That's how you say squashed. And everyone's looking at me all tenuous, trying to decide if that's racist or not. Don't worry, I assure you it is, so you can feel safe. Uh, been taking uh, Lyft line. You guys take Lyft? Lyft is different from Uber. Uber, you know, it's all business. Lyft, they give you the fist bump. You can decide if you want to sit in the front, like uh, your buddy's giving you a ride, if you want to sit in the back and you're important, you know. So I always sit in the back because... It's, uh, you know, I'm a middle-aged white male living the dream. <laughs> want to feel like I'm important, even if it's just for a few miles. <laughs> but uh, I'm also cheap, so I use the, the lift line. So, you know, I'm sitting in the back this one time feeling all important, and we stop to pick up this other guy, and uh, he gets in the front. 
So now I've gone from being like a CEO of a Fortune 500 company to the uh, loser friend who can't get shotgun. It's like, wow, I need a GPS to help me navigate this social hierarchy. <sighs> I like to travel. Being from Canada, you got to travel because there's nothing there. And uh, last summer I was traveling around and I went, to, uh, I went to a nude beach. And it was my first time at a nude beach. It's a pretty cool experience, but uh, at the same time it was also a little bit creepy. I don't know, I could just feel the women there dressing me with their eyes. Staring me down. Hmm, I wonder what he'd look like in a Speedo, huh? Yeah, or a tux. He looks good with money. All right, with that uh, terrible impression of a woman, I am out of here. My name's Richard Kiss. Thank you. Richard Kiss. Richard Kiss, everybody. All right, we are down here. Uh, last comedian for this segment of the show. Very excited. Came a long way. All the way from New York, New York, the borough of Brooklyn. Please welcome to the stage, Killy Dwyer, everyone. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we coordinated a bit. There was some choreography before the show tonight. Uh, I got here a bit early. Um, been drinking a bit. Uh, so I feel very clean. You know, <laughs> I feel like right now a clean set is where I need to be. You know, uh, usually most people want to not be drunk when they do their clean set, but I need to be totally inebriated to do a clean set. Um, you know, what I think of as clean, though, might be just a tad different than other people. Now, uh, I don't know if there's going to be a red light. I, I, I had gone off to get more whiskey at the beginning of the show, so if there's going to be a red, li red light or a, a, a gong of some kind when I go off color, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally all about that. Whatever, whatever happens, I'm, I'm good with it. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, in fact, if there wasn't going to be a gong, like, there, there needs to be a gong now. Um, so this is a song about traveling. So... Cats and boots and 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 I try to be like, you know, like sort of you know, educational about my music. It's like, you know, did you not know that San Francisco is slightly more edgy than Brooklyn? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes when I get nervous, my voice Jesus. changes just a little bit. Um, 
fine. That's the thing about uh, being on the road, if I could say. Traveling, as the song is about. It's like you just gotta go with it. Just get used to it for a second. Just get used to it. It's like Stevie Nicks right now, she would just like throw the microphone down and walk off the stage, but not me. Waiting for the train to arrive. I sigh and a smile and I look in your eyes. We sit and I tell you a joke. And you laugh and you smile. We sit and we smoke and talk about the good old times when pennies were not goes and nickels were dimes. And we tried to act like the end never came, but I really couldn't get you out of my brain. And I used to love you, and you used to love me. And then we did it anymore. So we set each other free. And it was strange I ran into you today On the other side of the country And you told me I turned you gay What? I turned you gay? This is, no, you can't just like turn someone gay I mean, like that's, it's like a sciencey, th- it's like a sciencey thing. It's like, um, it's like hered, um, hereda, it's like, what's the word for it? Hereda. It's like your uncle. That's fine. I turned you gay, 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 You said I turned you gay when I peed on you in our shower. When I picked off your scab and I ate it. When I pooped on our scale and I waited. You said I turned you gay. When I pulled my tampon out and I threw it at you, I hadn't shaved for eight years. And I had a jar of wax I collected. Guess where from? My two You said I turned you gay. When I beat you up in front of your friends, I wouldn't wear underwear. I would only wear depends. Well, that depends. That depends. That depends. That depends. That depends. I used to love you. And you used to love me. And then we didn't anymore. So we said each other free like birds. Oh, it was strange. I ran into you today on the other side of the world. And you told me I told you that I put you on the train and I said that I hope that we could remain friends. But you just frowned and you looked down at my depurns. You got on the train 
you wave goodbye. I took my jar of earwax out of my bag and let it fly at your eye. That song, like, so, so, just so you guys, I'm not gonna say it because it's a clean show, but I'm pulling my camel toe out right now, but it's just, it's clean. Anyway, oh, <laughs> damn it. Um, in that little um, closet next to you, there's a guitar in there. Um, could you pull that out? Um, what's your name? Charlie. Frank. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> thanks, Frank. Uh, get it out for, you know, further, for later. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to repeat the same set that I did before because I think um, we've got some repeat guests in the house. Uh, so I'm going to take it back. Uh, who remembers 9-11? <laughs> no? No? You guys are all born after that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, well, yeah, let's just, uh, whatever. How's that sound over there? Good? Don't assume it was left by accident. If you see something, say something. Hey, everybody. It's terrorist season here in New York City. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that it's terrorist? Yeah. Well, I meant that it's tourist season. What? Okay, listen. I was going about my day in the same old usual way. Walked five blocks to the G train, broke an umbrella in the rain. I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. What's that there? An unattended package next to the subway stairs. And I thought to myself, everybody, see something, say something. But no one was there for me to say something to. See something, say something. The attendant had been replaced by machine, so what was I to do? I went over to the package to listen for a bomb, and sure as I am sure, it was meowing like a bomb. I knew right then and there I was going to be a hero. I had to stop that bomb from meowing down to zero. And I thought to myself, See something, say something, but no one was there for me to say something to. There's definitely a see, see something, say something. The attendant had been replaced by machine, so what was I to do? I ran up the subway steps and out into the street. I yelled, it's a bomb! The bomb hissed and peed. I ran down to the river, the tourists in shock and awe. I threw the bomb in the river! That's, that's when I saw that tiny paw. But 
I was going to be a hero. See, I'm, I'm trying to tell on my... I saw something, I did something. The tourists treated their friends about my poor decision. I saw something, I did something. What's one kitten in the war on tourism? The war on terrorism. The war on tourism. Thank you. Uh, am I done, or should I do like one one minute? Oh Jesus! Oh God! Well, I really don't uh, don't know what to say on that. Um, I would just like to thank, of course, the festival again, and thank Pam again, uh, thank Mutiny Radio uh, for having me. And sounds weird, but um, I'm just going to turn this down and, and give the show back over uh, to, you know, I, I just like, let's just say clean people, okay? I mean, because this has just gotten out of control completely. A kitten had to die for this, okay? It's ridiculous what's going on here. Um, thank you, and good night, muted me. Check her out at killythekid.com. Visiting you all the way from New York. I'll sit here. <laughs> hey, uh, tell me you guys are having a good time. Yeah. All right, good. There's a lot more show coming up, but right now we're taking like a little, a little break. Give you a chance to go to the bathroom, you know, do what you got to do. And uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> um, but right now, uh, a little bit of a break, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. Thank you. Jonathan, I know you love tinctures. I do? Yeah. Do, most people don't even know what those are. Yeah, most of them don't. And we need to give uh, everybody a little example of what we know. Well, they should go to trialta.com to see the six different kinds of cannabinoids that are all distilled for their medicinal needs. Yes, and they're so wonderful. Have you heard about the CBN? Did you even know this existed? Is that like waffles? No, CBN is the cannabinoid in the plant that makes you fall asleep. Oh my God. Weed to make you sleep. Like, does that put cancer to sleep? It puts cancer to sleep. It doesn't even get you high. It just puts you to sleep. There's also the THCA. Pain relief. Don't eat any more opioids. Does that come from the vegetation state? It, it certainly does. You clearly know your botanicals. You know your Alta California botanicals. Yes, and there's also a CB, high CBD and a mixture of both high THC and CBD. That's right. Helps with the shaky shakies. If you have anxiety, go with the CBD. If you like to get high, go with the THC. Go with it all. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. Alta California botanicals. Or go to tryalta.com. If you give them your medical prescription, you can get two weeks for free. Alta! Absolutely. Try Alta.com. Hey, you psychedelic junkies. Need something to do Tuesday, March 1st? Well, get your ass on out to the Golden Bull in Oakland at 8 p.m. For a stellar lineup of psychedelic rock brought to you by Subliminal SF. Featuring Warcloud, Cloud Catcher of Denver, 
and skunk. Then, Thursday, March 31st, check out Seattle band UN, Hissing, and Cardinal Worm. Also, another band to be announced. Same place, same time. $8. Funeral Doom is the genre. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook. See you there. What's up, San Francisco? The SF Eagle Bar is proud to sponsor the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The SF Eagle is about to celebrate its third year anniversary since reopening under new ownership and new management. We are historically a gay leather bar, and now we cater to the queer LGBT community. As well as our allies by hosting fundraisers for local nonprofits and events to celebrate love and equality. I ain't got no dick, but I love the Eagle. Yeah, you Woo, do. Yes. Located at 398 12th Street at Harrison Street and open every single goddamn day. So check www.sf-eagle.com yeah. for calendar of events and we will see you 3316. By the way, opening day of our special midnight comedy showcase for the mutiny comedy festival i see you guys there hell yeah industrial metals taking over Golden Bull in Oakland, April 5th, with the Death Kings of LA, Genocide Skin, Ort Cloud, and other bands to be announced. 8 p.m., $8, all industrial metal. They come again on April 15th to see some noise rock. The other band on Earth will be there. Jerkagram of LA will be there. And Love Moon. Same place, different time. 9 p.m., 7 bucks. Brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash subliminal sf Paps Blue Ribbon is a proud sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We appreciate how comedians are, well, they're poor, and they need a delicious and inexpensive alternative to craft beer. Now, that's why every Paps Blue Ribbon is affordable and accessible to even the dirtiest of dickbag comedians, allowing them to be in public at a bar interacting with people they probably shouldn't, like women. So go buy your favorite comedian a PBR. They need the encouragement that someone 
somewhere cares what they have to say. Pabst Blue Ribbon, keeping comedians funny with classically delicious flavor since 1844, which is crazy because it was America's best in 1993. Tony's box home. Let the brainwash, the mighty brainwash. Oh, yes, we got them jokes. Seven nights a week. Sponsored by to hustle entertainment sponsors all the jokes and let's assault the jokes please come specifically for sin and And I don't care. And the brainwash, the mighty brainwash, though Tony loves to host. Oh, and the brainwash, the mighty brainwash, oh, you will love our jokes. Rock your face off. Well then, come to the Golden Bull in Oakland for a night of doom metal with the Dragged Into Sunlight out of UK, Primitive Man of Denver, and Cult Leader Salt Lake City. 8 p.m. $10, July 15th, brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit SubliminalSF.com or check them out on Facebook. See you then. Asiento, this locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant, is excited to be a sponsor for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. We hope you'll join us any night at the Asiento. Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you were an audience member for happy hour pricing March 2nd through 6th at Asiento, 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out, featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu. This is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food without the restaurant uh, commitment. Siento. Don't be surprised if you suddenly find yourself at Asiento for the entire night. It feels just like home with bartender service. Asiento. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? 
Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, Mutiny 